My name is Johnny, and I'm the host, executive producer, and prince of lies for the Monsters Playbook. What's the Monsters Playbook? It's an actual play Monster of the Week podcast set in my hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota, where no monster can hurt you as badly as you can hurt yourself. It's a character-focused adventure where you'll meet Kira Ashwood, a journalist with a cult past she's desperate to atone for, and a secret power hidden even from herself. Casey Davis, a taciturn secret agent becoming disillusioned with the agency she thought she could trust. Theo Nessos, a professional sorceress trying to escape the shadow of her powerful, magical family. And Mark Clayton, a pretty haunted introvert who just wants to make sense of his powers and all the weird things that keep happening to him. This is a show where danger could just as easily come from an otherworldly threat as from the fragile emotions that anchor our characters and bind them together. If you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Dresden Files, or any city-set supernatural story with monstrous threats and messy feelings, check out The Monster's Playbook. New episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely roleplayers, where theatrical people play roleplaying games. I'm your compere, Matt, uh, and welcome backstage of this main house production. Joining me backstage are the cast of that production. Hello, <laughs> I'm Martha, um, I play Harper, the searcher. Hello, I'm Matt, and I play Gwyneth, the divine. Hi, I'm Vicky, and I play Renko, the flake. Ahoy, I'm Josh, and I'm playing Ginny Greenteeth, the spellslinger. Welcome all backstage to uh, come up with some backstory between these characters. Interesting that we are many productions into Vigil now, and we still have quite a lot of connections to form in this episode, because we've got a few people who haven't, uh, these characters who have not played together before, Mm. at least in Vigil. But before we go into the questions on the playbooks, the official history questions, I want to recap the relationship between two characters who have met before, Gwyn and Harper, who uh, were both in All Aboard. Uh, what was the connection that you decided on at the start of that series? And then I want to go into how that connection has changed due to your time in the shadow. As far as Gwyn was concerned, the prophecies did not mention Harper at all. You should not be here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I don't understand why. That's awkward. <coughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, she has a bad habit of, of being where she's not expected. She's not super keen on the morning. Like, yeah. any supernatural force that's actively, like, moving pieces, she's not a fan of. <laughs> um, but she ended up taking 
Gwen with her to the Shadow Realm mm-hmm. to try and save her life. Not knowing whether that would work. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know if going through the door would take me to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> and I didn't know if I could bring other people with me to the Shadow Realm. So that was like, <laughs> we'll see what happens. So yeah, last last we heard, Gwen was there, mm-hmm. passed out, because she was very hurt. Yeah. She yeah. was a little dying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And at the time, we just chose to leave it there, there. As, a, as a little uh, cliffhanger, keep, keep the audience guessing. But now that we've got the two of you back together again for another production, we can... We don't need to go into loads and loads of detail, but Mm. uh, did Gwyn regain consciousness in the shadow? What sort of experience did the two of you have? How has it changed your relationship? That's the key Mm. question. Well, I think the first thing Harper would have done is see if she could, if Sombra or Uh any kind of force in the shadow realm could stabilize Gwyn so she stopped dying. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I don't, I mean, she was sort of off in her own world trying to make connections, but um, something I wanted to do was see if her being there. Obviously, everything looks different in the mm-hmm. Shadow Realm. And I wanted to see if, to Harper, Gwyn looked, if there was anything about the way she looked in this realm that mm. stood out to her. And Sombra, especially, being mm. from here, I'm like, does anything about her <laughs> stick out to you? Get as much information about her while she was still away, you know, of dying um, as possible. And then probably the minute you start regaining consciousness... Try to get you to the revolving door and um, see. <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, you, she was. I don't know if you guys know, but she was. I have this little room, like a detective mm-hmm. agency room over there, and it's 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 like crazy person covered in like, well, not red thread right. because everything is black and white, but like a lot of. <laughs> I have my wall of like evidence and and connections yeah. built over literally years and years mm. since she was a child. So, so you like Charlie Day, and it's always yeah. sunny yeah. Philadelphia yeah. meme. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like to think. I mean, it's it's your world, but everything's in black and white apart from that red string. Oh, <laughs> yes, that would be. I mean, if Matt allows it, I would be. Yeah. That is so normal. One hundred percent. Yeah, I love it. Mm. Yeah, we're we're Sin City rules. It's Sin City. Directly to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is one one answer to that question about Gwyn's influence on this place. Was did Gwyn go into black and white, or was Gwyn in color in this place? I mean, Gwyn's already pretty black and white <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> so maybe she fit in. Very pale, and suddenly she's like an imperial duck. Is it imperial ducks with those really colorful duck colors <laughs> coming out? I'm like, hmm, what is this? Uh, well, isn't I don't know. Is that is that up to me? I'm I'm leaving this up completely up to you. Sombra, I shouldn't be up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do all the work for us, please. <laughs> That's so interesting, isn't it? Because one of my things is like after this experience, it being the first time Harper has brought anyone to the Shadow Realm, mm. she would start to bring other living, mm-hmm. innocent living creatures, not trying to harm them, to see if it actually worked. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a Gwyn thing. It's or a Gwyn thing, thing or if it's like any yeah. non-magical creature can also come up. I, like, yeah. I don't have the answer to that. Because I guess what, what we know is that Sombra has been changed by coming to England. Yes. So obviously there is some sort of effect of kind of different things interacting with mm-hmm. the shadow and beings from the shadow. I wonder if she does go in black and white into noir colours, but does Harper sort of when you're in the the shadow, do you are you suddenly in your like a noir outfit, like a detective costume? I don't know if my clothes change, but I know that I do look like yeah. I belong there. And then Sombra goes from looking like just a regular shadow to looking like a more co- corporeal being, humanoid-like yeah. being. So it's, will Gwyn change when so she... That's what, that's what I wanted, that's what, what Harper wanted like to know. Like physicality, 
Is there anything about her, your wings or your aura yeah, this is what or I'm anything like that? Is in terms of uh, noir references that would also deal with gods and uh, celestial beings, I'm thinking along the lines of like Constantine. Yes. Uh, that sort of thing. Mm. So Ooh. I wonder if the changes that Gwyn's clothes turn into that slightly more like if there was a, a 1940s envisioning of the the Morrigan's yeah. uh, handmaidens, what they would uh, appear like. So perhaps more... I think you probably see her more in her armour, but there's slightly more tweaked, sort of old-fashioned looks about it instead of the sort of Celtic armour. It cool. looks more of the 1940s time. And Could maybe be maybe like a, is... You know the Art Deco stylized yes. Greek yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that looks kind yeah. of really ornate and cool and beautiful yeah. in those very sleek lines maybe something like that yeah cool. and I think you can definitely see the wings yeah because mm. the, the wings sort of mm. disappear in the real world unless Gwyn is using them but I right. think they are just there yeah. okay yeah. Mm. Mm. do you know what it sounds like we need it sounds like we need some fan art of something <laughs> like. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. so get drawing people pass down on the sofa just like looking oh, it's so glam but I, I also wonder if because the, the Morrigan is quite a dark and shadowy goddess mm. as well anyway. I wonder if in this realm, Gwyn's shadow seems darker and there feels like more of the the dark side of the Morrigan's presence mm. just feels like it's there. Yeah. I want to know if it, with Sombra's, like, if you, you can feel a connection between the Morrigan and this realm, if they're like, you know how there's ley lines and we've talked mm-hmm. about those, if there's any kind of... Threading, really. Yeah. I think at the very least there is like a sense of alignment, mm. almost like um, how Sombra liked the sound of the sunlit uplands on the on the ghost train line, not because there was like a literal physical connection between Shadow and that place, but because there was a kind of an affinity, right. like oh, I feel like this place is kind of like this place. Right. So maybe there's a like. You know, this person fits in, even if there wasn't like a pre-existing connection. So maybe one is beginning to form. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, Harper'd be like, "I'm sorry. So why did you grab me for my wonderful purpose and not her? I don't understand. There's like, there's plenty of them in the world. I do you know about this? (laughs) Was there a reason? Busy being a duck, mate. Yeah." Partly that and partly I think Harper has become like a bridge because mm. this world is formed from like a part of the collective consciousness of the USA. Fair enough. Yeah. And so it would have been difficult to reach out and grab like a Celtic influence. Obviously, there's some Irish connections in New York and that kind of thing. But maybe it needed. Maybe side, this is yeah. part of it. Maybe in <laughs> running away from your purpose, you're fulfilling your purpose. Yes. <laughs> No escape. <laughs> that, that is my curse. We've all got our okay. crosses yeah. to bear. But in terms of Harper and Gwyn and how this relationship is mm. has sort of evolved, do you feel like you are like you're bonded now because you've like gone through it? Does Gwyn feel like she owes Harper for getting her out of dodge? What's the vibe? Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a sense of uh, of owing you. Probably a bit of embarrassment as well, because Gwyn is supposed to be the one who protect. Which, to be fair, she kind of did. I can imagine, like, catapulting awake once you're recovered and going, like, did they get out? Did they get out? Yeah. Because you don't... <laughs> Gwyn didn't know when she no. fell unconscious that she got her sisters out. You got lots of the typing pool out. I wonder, I wonder if it was quite a, a sort of a dramatic... <laughs> she actually looked 
more like Dark Morrigan though when she woke yeah. woke up and sort of was like grabbing you like what what happened tell me and looked more like Dark Angelic Fury yeah and then sort of relaxed a little bit and then uh, we'll we'll probably be embarrassed about that as well cool I think for Harper I think it's gone from mistrust to being like huh okay to being like oh you're whole god thing is connected to this place grand <laughs> off into my um, to investigate book and trying to sort of find ways of, of not ingratiating myself to you but being like okay so now I'm interested yeah mm. I'm interested I, and I like that thing that you were saying of like maybe Harper almost sees like this is a potential way out for herself like take this person instead she's yeah. much more suited I'm not in to the this plans, role right <laughs> therefore you have the those you you have those plans and i'm not in them clearly there's been a miscommunication at some point somewhere but the and fact we just that you have this world maybe that's why it's just a glitch a glitch a glitch exciting okay that's good that gives us a nice interesting dynamic for you two going into this uh, into this production now let's go back to the standard Monster of the Week uh, character creation. We've got some new connections to build. Gwyn needs one with Renko. Mm-hmm. Harper needs one with Renko and one with Ginny. Mm-hmm. Ginny needs one with Renko and one with Harper. And Renko needs them with everybody. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody. Give me those connections. Do you want to start? Vicky, have you got ideas of uh, any that you'd like? Obviously, we've got the list on the playbook, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're a lot of us are running out of those questions yeah. now. Yeah. So if you just want to go with common sense, I feel like my relationship with this person would be this. Go right ahead. So I've been in town for a very long time, and both Ginny and Gwyn have been in town for a very long time. So I feel like we're much more likely to have previous connection like previous connections previous forms so there are a few things that relate to that so so we'll probably dive into one of those so maybe let's start with maybe let's start with Ginny Mm. um I mean I have a I have a handful here I think basically with my character I've either allied up with people who are useful in investigations either from when I was actually stationed here or subsequently like I've either done that or they're somebody that I'm keeping an eye on for some reason I feel like Ginny probably falls into the former category so I feel like we've, you know, we've we've been long time collaborators on dealing with situations of a variety of a variety of types. So I feel like it's probably like old friends who originally met through a long chain of coincidences, which obviously <laughs> would mostly be monster related coincidences. Or there's one about like all signs pointed to working together. So you found them and now you work together. But mm. it's just the slight modifier on that is we just have, we've done that lots before. We are so on the same wavelength because the moment I looked at my history and I saw this one, I was like, well, that's Renko's. Mm-hmm. Can I read it to you yeah, and yeah, see yeah, how yeah. you feel? An old rivalry has turned into a tight yes. friendship. Tell them what you once fought over. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That sounds ideal. There you go. Well, what did, what did you once fight over then? So my whole thinking was one of my connections is with Doom. Yeah. And Doom have always kept an eye on me exactly. because I'm a crazy magical person mm-hmm. that doesn't fall into their strict sort of... They're, 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 they're trying to uh, restrict and regulate mm-hmm. the magic use. And so they've been sort of, uh, yeah, investigating. I had a thought, right, that you came to... In, you were the agent yeah. that was sent to investigate me. And there was this moment where, like, Ginny did her doddery old woman act mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I've got no idea what you're talking about, my little <laughs> pretty. <laughs> did all that. And Renko's like, shut the fuck up. You, you, I see you right big, through you. Liar. You're yeah. too sharp. And then we have, like, a witty exchange, maybe some, like, magic throwing things. And then we're like, okay, we respect each other. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like you. I really like that idea. I like the idea. And I don't have this in the list, but I like the idea of, like, we. I start, it started off with that, like, professional interest but it's almost like we have like a, like a handler asset relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but for the agency and then once I got furloughed from the agency I was then like you were probably the first person I came to where I was like it's really not good enough that I've been furloughed so here's what I'm thinking and what I'm thinking (laughs) is we need to like do something to continue to like manage the situation so I would have like co-opted you at that point Mm -hmm. so I think that can I think that can work that's really nice because my whole thing as we've realized as we built this character of mine is that I'm a meddlesome old rat bag and I've sort of pulled threads and I helped to summon Graham and I helped to bring uh, uh, Gwynny back not Ginny I'm Ginny I helped to bring (laughs) I helped to bring Gwynnid back Uh, and so it makes total sense that we've been working together Behind the behind the scenes, pulling the strings and making yeah, things I mean, happen. I feel like I would mostly probably have a relationship of like I don't think Renko actually doesn't trust a lot of people with all of the information that she has, but Ginny probably is someone that she's comfortable mm. sharing some of what she's perceiving to be like the wider, whether that's a good idea or not. She's a bit of an another, old gossip. It's another, <laughs> another matter, but I think Renko probably has shared more with. I think it's mostly Ginny and then Melody are the two people that Renko like would trust with actually like what she perceives to be like Ooh, confidential Renko's in a circle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like people where she's like, this person has a lot of knowledge, or in Melody's case, this person is incredibly discreet. So there's I think there's something about there's something about that where it's like if there was big stuff going on, then Ginny would probably know almost as much as Renko does. You say in a circle, do we also hang out outside of work hours and do we have like a book club or like yeah, a, a knitting group or I mean, a, Brunch Ren- club. Renko's married to the job, so oh, so you know. difficult. She never, she never turns up. <laughs> yeah, never turns well, you, you need like engagement. you need the grandmotherly presence there, being like, put the pen yeah. down. That's almost the relationship I had with Melody as well. Yeah. Like in the last inquiry, there was a lot of like, you should have something to eat. <laughs> Please put the paperwork down. And so, yeah. Melody's also very old, isn't she? So yeah. Yeah, Renko's yeah. just looking for she that supportive yeah, exactly, yeah. mother yeah, figure yeah. or great grandmother figure. As someone who's never encountered Renko before, uh, uh, as a player, not as a character, that's also a thing. Um, is she basically like the British version of Mulder? Yes. Okay. yes I, that's much. what's yeah. sounding. Because yeah. I think I've like, written crazy person type Mulder from X-Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of other flakes rolled in, but like the flake is fundamentally... I think she's got the same haircut as well, the yeah, David yeah, yeah. Duchovny yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s <laughs> curtains. I want to believe she she t-shirts. Okay, I, I do have a jumper that says, it, hi Mulder, it's me, on it. Um, so. <laughs> so Brilliant. Good. Yeah, I should have worn that today. But I did think I did last time we played, actually. With that in mind, should we do Harper and Renko? Because I'm interested to see these are sort of roughly sort of similar kind of archetypes, both very interested in how things connect and the underlying truths of things. What do we think is the history and the backstory and the relationship there? I had a crazy idea. No, go for it. Yes. I'm here for the crazy ideas. I love it. But I don't know how it would work. No, though. allow me to be the person well, that makes it work. <laughs> Harper is a transfer student, right? Yeah. So she has to live somewhere. Yeah. During her time in in, yeah. in the UK, and we're talking about like a foster family yeah. or like someone who puts up. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a spare room in your yeah, flower? Where, do, yeah. where does Renko live? Renko just has like a very basic flat in Sheridan. Where mm-hmm. um, there was a point at which we'd even debated about whether or not Renko really has furniture <laughs> because she's <laughs> so married to the job that she's just like ah, it's just somewhere to sleep at the end of the day. But I think she probably does have like a relatively like stark kind of and then a probably some kind of office space that could be a spare room so yeah. yeah there was either that or the fact that they're both very similar like they're they're both essentially doing the exact same thing for opposite for different e- reasons exactly opposite yes. reasons because yes. you're like I want to know more what's going on and I'm like I want to know more get me out of here yeah I hate it yeah. I hate it here yeah. so there's also a chance that she might they might have just sort of crossed paths in in the process of them researching I was thinking 
Calisterius and you? Has that, has yeah, that yeah, relationship? We have, yeah, we have a, like, he's the, because he's the expert, Our pre, I think our previous relationship is something along, like, or we were thinking about something along the lines of, like, there's a person that, like, whenever we're doing research, we go to the library. And that's, right. so I would have, like, a... He would be like my one of my experts that I go to for investigating stuff. Yeah, because I was wondering if Harper would be working part time mm-hmm. for Calisterius, yeah. given the relationship with yeah. and the other mm-hmm. thing. It being like she's trying to extract information. She was like, "Oh my god, you're so interesting, and you're a writer." Yeah, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but so she's working at the library mm-hmm. part time, and maybe we cross. Yeah, like, that's where we actually met, yeah. and we had this moment of like, you, "It takes one to know." Yeah, one. yeah, it and does. Like, yeah, I wonder if there is also something. I I actually quite like the idea of. A version of like flatmates is actually just like Renko taking Harper under her wing, you know, mm. and just being like, okay, I'm going to try and help you get what you want. Because I feel like your approach is very much to like, there's a subterfuge element where you're trying to like inveigle your way into like with Calisteris, with other people where you're like, okay, I'm going to use you to get what I want. And that doesn't work with Renko because she knows if you're lying. Yeah. So she's probably the only person that can see through, like directly through whatever Harper is saying mm. to the truth. So I wonder if there's something about like, there's a sense of like like seeing like, but mm. also Renko being like, this is clearly a person in desperate need of help who thinks that they're who thinks that they're alone. And mm. Renko's very invested in helping. And that's the read like that's the driving force behind yeah. why she does what she does. Whereas mm. Harper is quite self-involved because she's like, I just need to I just need to get myself out of this situation. Yeah. I can only rely on myself. That would be really interesting yeah, as well. I think that would be quite mm-hmm. nice. Because yeah. like they are very similar characters, but you're right, like the motivations are very, very opposite. And I feel like there's really good dramatic yeah and I've had a kind of like a sort of similar deal with Cameron in Quarry where it's like he's clearly a young person in need of help and Renko is drawn to this like okay I need just like young people who need help and old ladies yeah this this person needs help this person needs help well ladies don't need help they're fine they're here to help (laughs) help. (laughs) but this thing of like okay this is a person who is in his case a loose cannon I feel like Harper has the potential to be a loose cannon in pursuit of her goals also let's just say like maybe my original like uh, living situation fell through yeah. yeah and then we met and you were like hey you could yeah. stay with and me would, and i was like me. yeah 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 the previous family you were staying with didn't take <laughs> yeah. kindly to all Do- of the stuff you were putting on the walls yeah. and also yeah. sombra yeah. probably wreaking <laughs> yeah. havoc and then being like what are you doing yeah. you know when your kids get like blamed for doing stuff and they're like no it's my secret imaginary yeah. friend like no it's my secret crazy shadow that has a life of its own oh no okay yeah. I, I had this lovely image of you've been working part-time at the library and calisterius has had sort of been so sort of in his own world <laughs> that he's not noticed that you are trying to investigate him and you have this no, otherworldly thing. Yeah. And then Renko has come along and gone, oh, I see you. Yeah. You're, you're clearly struggling. Let me introduce you to all the rest of the weirdos in, yeah. in the town. And you're yeah. like, oh, like, no. <laughs> There's more than one? <laughs> <laughs> why? The opposite of why I came to this town. Yeah. 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 To break it to you, but... And like, I think that's it. Like, I can be useful to Harper because Renko obviously has tapped into a huge amount of potentially useful information and you would recognise that. But the price that you have to pay <laughs> is a little bit letting Renko into the situation yeah. which probably makes you very uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but Renko is just kind of going to force her way in anyway because yeah. it doesn't matter how much nonsense you give her about what's going on she's going juicy this is good i like this there's a lot of sort of interesting nuance and possibilities for conflict and all sorts of things i enjoyed that tension of the relationship with cameron and quarry so i feel like it would be nice to have a similar Mm. but different vibe this time but it all comes down to the fact that you care and want to care yeah that's it yeah Yeah. and that's a big theme i found Mm. with the characters we've created there's lots of wanting to look after each other and and loving each other and frustrating it's just like one big family isn't it i'm like oh well i care for this person and this person and 
And but this, you know, we require something from each other, and it just, I don't know, it's yeah. nice. It is nice. What's my fault nice. today? I'm feeling, I'm feeling very hormonal today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm okay, very Jenny. excited to be back with Ginny. Rain it in. It is community, right? That's yeah. the whole thing, right? That's it's about the... building building the community of Sheridan. Is this community of right? So it we're was tapping n- into. It was never about monsters. It it's was always about community. <laughs> the true yeah. monsters was the friendship we made. Yeah. <laughs> we are the Ted Lasso of Mr. Hunter. Right. Argue to cult, Wrap but... up the series there. You've <laughs> solved my puzzle. <laughs> we're done. There you go. Continue around the table, uh, Nat. You've been sitting, yeah. listening very intently. Uh, you have one more relationship to make around this table, I think. Well, I, th- I feel like um, Gwyn and Renko's is fairly simple because I mm-hmm. think I've already done it. Okay. Uh, which is that. Um, oh, we yeah, we've talked it. about it a lot yeah, and exactly. then haven't had a chance to actually confirm it with the lady herself. Yeah, I think this is the moment. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is that uh, whilst other people interacted with Gwyn as a duck, they didn't clock that mm-hmm. Gwyn, that, that duck was not a duck. Yeah. And it was something about. Um, I had this image of uh, Renko and Mick on one of their definitely not a date yeah, moments definitely not a date, yeah. by the duck pond. And you were both like, that duck. How long has that duck been here? Because she looks very like yeah. unique as a duck. And you put it all together and realised with everything going on in this town that this duck was magical. And then you called upon Ginny to help mm-hmm. do uh, a, man- a magic spell that brought Released you. Gwyn back to life. Yeah. See, we're just pulling the threads in the yeah, background, just exactly. making things happen. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. So what does that mean for Renko's sort of relationship to attitude to Gwyn back in the other direction? That's the backstory, but then what is the relationship? Well, I think, and I want to put in a point about our current relationship, mm, yeah. because we both have a similar objective around Cameron, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. So like in the last inquiry, I was very like trying to steer him to do the right thing yes. a lot of the time, right? Trying to protect him from doing himself damage essentially by, you yeah. know, killing somebody out of revenge or like sending himself into another realm, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot six. of like me having to talk him down and you've kind of done this like performed a similar purpose for him mm-hmm. in other in a, in a tried game. and failed yeah, well, yeah tried <laughs> we've all tried yeah, and yeah, failed we've all tried and failed I mean I was only partially successful on a number of occasions um, and it was mostly about things like me telling Ernie to get out of town that prevented Cameron from killing him not because I successfully managed to prevent Cameron from doing a daft thing so I think there's something like currently that connects us around like try like we're both kind of trying to in different ways to like we need to talk about camera yeah exactly this is this is interesting because in my head canon Gwyn has been purposefully avoiding Cameron for, for all this time mm-hmm. and has sort of been, been trying not to, has sort of focused on Percy as a, a means that, okay, this is a person that it's okay for me to check in on and watch over mm-hmm. and be on the shoulder of. Whereas uh, with Cameron, it's it's much more complicated. Yes. And I, I don't think she's actually spoken to anyone in the team about why Cameron is more complicated. I know yeah. a lot of us know sort of backstage out of character that he looks like the guy that caused her to get mm-hmm. cursed in the first place. Yes. But mm. I don't think she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. This is me finding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a weird, Juicy. like, I know it's not him, but oh But no. it's weird, yeah. Um, so I think she's been trying to avoid Cameron, but maybe with noticing that you've been taking yeah. him under yeah. your proverbial wing a little bit more, she's been like... How's he doing? Yeah, that's it. Like, there's a kind oh, of. It's like you're almost like, you know, yeah. separated or divorced parents, and you're like, how's, yeah, how's yeah, the kid yeah. doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, Ask him yourself. Yeah, you've like recognized that that's what Renko's trying to like 
do for him yeah. and that that's kind of like a part of her purpose and it's yeah. just like you're kind of yeah but there's a kind of like a bit of a checking in of like yeah and then I'm a bit like ah she's very interested in Cameron and I'm like oh because he's a loose cannon that makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah. and needs and clearly needs help but also I wonder if Renko is just suspicious yeah that there is something yeah bigger at play but she can't work out what it is yeah sounds great one more pairing I believe Harper and Ginny Hi, hi, Harper. Hello, Ginny. Uh, do you have any thoughts? You go first. Okay. Do you have any? My, yeah. Mine's a bit silly. Okay. I wanted to... I'm trying to keep it to this list, but I'm fast running out because I've played with a few people now. I was going to save this for somebody else, but I'm going to use it on you. Your, your, your character's American, right? Yes. I think Ginny's been to America at some point. Sure. <laughs> She's a well-travelled lady. Well-travelled, yeah. yeah. And, you know, America, pre-European colonisation, was, you know, was very about the land and about the tree, you yeah, know, spirits yeah. and the trees and stuff. So I probably had, like, a like a gap year over there. <laughs> yeah. in, a, a, ga- a, a gap. pilgrimage of something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go with the Vikings? A, a gap life. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm not that old. 1300, so more sort of, like, maybe early, maybe just sort like of... Like the earliest Spaniards in, who yeah. got there. Yeah, yeah, or maybe just indigenous... I just floated over there. I was like, oh, these folk look like fun. They're not, yeah. they're just, they're not yeah. destroying the land. I'll hang with these guys sure? for a while. Yeah. And at that point, that's when I fell in love with somebody over there. <laughs> uh, and and we, we had we had uh, a child, one of many children that Ginny's had. And that child grew up and, and had a child. And um, that continued throughout until many, many years later in America, little Harper was born. Oh, oh you're related. Blood. Oh, no. Our relationship is blood relation, though you're out of contact for years. I'd say centuries. Uh, <laughs> Ask them how they reconnected with you. I am your great time 17 great grandmother. I mean, I have a, in one of my history ones, is a relative decide between you how close. Yay! <laughs> Come to me, grandchild. And I'm going to blame you for all the weird shit that has happened to me. Yeah, that's it's fair like enough. You tapped into the magic and now I have to deal yep. with it. I didn't, I didn't expect you to go down this dark path. Like, yeah. we green teas are all about, you know, fun and fairy and mischief, but ultimately no, about caring even. for the earth. No. We never go to shadow. I take after the other side. That was a dark when, side. Uh, if you were over in in the states, like that far back in history, shadow would not have existed there by at that Ooh. point. Yeah, because it's like a reflection of like the urban gritty noir mindset of the USA, mm-hmm. which didn't exist back then. No, the dark side of the twentieth century. Yeah, actually. sure. Yeah. So it's so a it was more, there before. It's a more sort of recent fad that you've fallen into. <laughs> Yeah, Jenny's not about these newfangled. No, you fully internalised yeah. the grandma viewpoint. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't understand it. I don't and appreciate it's just, it. It's just a lot of noise. Yeah, it's not making you happy. Uh, <laughs> you're wasting your time. I don't like the the, the colour that you've dyed your hair. I don't like all the heavy like black eye makeup that you're wearing and the black nails. No. So there we are. How did they? Fi- I, I'm really interested to know how they figured that. Yeah, I have uh, no idea. I wonder if maybe Sombra felt. Something Sombra there. might have felt mm. something, yeah, or there might have been some sort of like Ginny doing magic that had a strange reaction that you then had to like dig into. Mm. Maybe it was just an ancestry.com like check one <laughs> yeah, day. You're like, 23 and me, yeah. yeah. But if I, it's I'm pa- a green teeth. If it's past lives though that you've. If <laughs> Maybe I look like the person you've had it. You know, like the female version of the oh, person yeah. you've had it. You know how sometimes genes do yeah. that when you're looking at a photograph mm. of someone way back in your family yeah. and you look exactly like them and you're like, uh-huh. uh, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you saw me and you were like, oh, there's, yeah, there's like an aura. There's something in your eyes. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I feel like Ginny has the level of perception 
like necessary mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to like just see a person and be like, yeah, okay, it's sharp, sharp. Yeah. Else yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, also, you've never used it, but you do have the past lives move that lets you like communicate and get advice from your past life. So we know that you are capable of talking to your past mm. selves. Mm. So it might be that like Harper turns up in town and one of your past selves visits you in a dream. He's like, <laughs> look after this one, it's one of mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this Mufasa from The Lion King? <laughs> they just appear in the clouds and I mean, that me. was the opposite of Ginny's voice, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, she was definitely played by James Earl Jones. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that makes absolute sense. <laughs> yeah, we're related. Love Call it. me Granny. Done. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, we are ready in that case to take the stage. Let's go. Silver as Harper, and Josh Yard as Ginny Greenteeth. I'm Matt Boothman, and I play the supporting cast. Editing and sound design by me, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. We were playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on.